look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. Uh, you know, Faisal, we talk about the different um, phases of life, like financial phases uh, that people go through. Mm-hmm. And I would say the vast majority of the population have been living through an accumulation phase. Correct. Right? Now they're moving into a decumulation phase. That's not a phrase that most people are familiar with. What the heck does that mean? So we've gonna, we're going to go through a little bit about, um, about what this next stage of life means and what are some of the uh, risks and opportunities and things we need to be thinking about. To help us do that, we've got Catherine Bush. She's a partner at Blake's. Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, let's start with uh, what is decumulation? In some ways, it, it's obvious when you say the word, we think of accumulating, then we think of decumulating. We, we accumulate, we add money going in, we're saving, yep. our money's being invested, and then decumulation is, okay, now we get to the point where we're retiring, and we're actually going to start removing money. We're decumulating. We're taking money away from our retirement account. And maybe some of that money is earnings, but some may also be capital. And it is it is the concept that we're used to saving for retirement. And then when we get to retirement age, we have to start thinking about, well, what do we do now? And one thing I was really surprised by, and it's a book by Don Ezra, he makes the, st- the statement that 60 cents of every retirement dollar is actually funded by returns earned after retirement. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, it makes some sense because at that point you have your biggest sum of capital. You've been putting money away and it's growing and growing and growing. It's now quite large. And that's where the big earning potential is as you retire. And that's what's going to make for a better retirement for people if they use their money in, when the decumulation phase, they invest it wisely and they use it wisely. I think, Catherine, where, where people kind of have to visualize this, is think of it as like a, a chart where you see a line graph reaching a certain peak level. And that peak level generally is between two years prior to retirement or up to probably five or six years into retirement where they have the highest amount of assets. So if you think about that at that peak level and then you start adding whatever percent on average per year, your largest amount of growth is when you're from that peak level on. And that's where the uh, the, the accumulation becomes harder under, to understand when you're at that, that's such a high level of, of assets. I think that's fair. And, and, and the other thing that's different about decumulation than accumulation, when I'm accumulating assets, I know what I'm doing. I'm putting money away and I'm just popping it in there and I'm, I'm investing it. When I go to decumulate, a couple of things happens. One is many Canadians will have been accumulating in a group product where their investments will have been guided or chosen um, by an employer or a plan sponsor. And that that will help. It'll help one because the choices will have been narrowed. Two, better fees will probably be acu- be provided on those assets because of the accumulation of funds in the group product, and they just get guidance. And now, when you get to the decumulation phase, a number of things happen to you. You've lost the guidance on what to invest in. You you are now competing in a retail market on fees, so that can be more expensive. And you've also got the added, so I've got to figure out my investments, I've got to get good fees, and then I've got to figure out, well, how long am I going to live yeah. so that I actually decumulate in the right 
pace as I go along taking money out of my funds. And that's not easy. And there are jurisdictions like the U.S. that have what they refer to as a deferred life annuity. They actually let you buy a little piece of insurance to cover the fact that you might outlive your savings. You could, in the Canadian system, buy an annuity, but most Canadians don't do it. They don't like the inflexibility of annuities, and they think they're expensive. So there are some different challenges in the decumulation phase that I think Canadians and the Canadian system, that's the pension regulators and the tax regulators, are going to have to come to terms with so that Canadians have the optimal decumulation products available to them. So, so, Catherine, let yeah. me just jump in here, Dave. Um, um, there's there's risk when you start to um, go in through the decumulation phase. What are some of the key things that you'd say would be able to reduce risk in the decumulation phase? I say a great thing would be this deferred life annuity. So buying an annuity so I don't outlive my savings. And it, an annuity, if it started at age 75, I buy it at... 55, 60, 65, but it's not going to it's not going to protect any it's not going to cause a payout until age 75. That will be less expensive than a traditional annuity, but it will protect protect me. And it might not start at 75; it might start at 85, 80, 85. Just protecting people from outliving. The other thing we need is we need to help people with. I think the stat is roughly 70 to 75 percent of all members in group plans actually don't choose their investments. They get investments mm-hmm. through what we refer to as the investment default. So they're not sure what to do. The plan sponsor has a default. We actually need to help them probably have investment defaults in the decumulation phase because people don't know what to do with their money, and it would help to have defaults. If they've been relying on them for the last 30 years, why should they not be able to rely on them going forward? There will be different defaults with a different range of equities, bonds, and the like, given the fact that they are now older and therefore may, maybe should have less risk. But there should be investment defaults. And we have to get the fees down. We have to make sure that people aren't paying high retail fees where they have not been paying them in the accumulation phase. We've got to see if there can't be products developed to help people uh, with, obtain very good fees Especially in a low interest rate environment, you don't, you can't really afford to have fees eating up the returns. So let's talk a little bit about um, about what a decumulation might might look like. So we don't have this deferred annuity as an example. Um, okay. Do you have any thoughts around structure um, and what people should be should be looking at? And and I think your point is well made about the fact that if somebody's been in a plan and haven't been responsible for making those decisions. And all of a sudden you get to retirement, you could have a fairly big bucket of money. There's sensitivity around, you know, the, that money. So how do people go about making that transition, I guess, Catherine, to now being responsible for this overall plan and, you know, the income flow? Yeah, and they really have to think about almost like three buckets. They need to think about what do I actually need as a stream of income to pay my bills? So they've got, they've got to set up that stream of income, and we do have – registered retirement income funds or life income funds, and they will pay out a stream of income. So we've got a vehicle that will protect them on that for that amount. The longevity risk without a deferred life annuity, somebody still might say, well, I want to protect my longevity risk. So I'm going to buy at least a port. I'm going to spend a portion of my accumulated savings to buy some sort of annuity so that I won't outlive my savings. And then the third sort of bucket that um, is often considered is just 
well, yeah, but I want some flexibility. I don't want to be locked into either of those. Now, right now, our RIFs are pretty flexible, and as long as you take the minimum amount, you can still access cash, but people do, will want that flexibility. So we do have vehicles. It still leaves open the question, okay, yeah, but I still don't know what, how to invest them. And people can get guidance, but I think people are going to increasingly be looking to say, well, look, if I was always in a target date fund, on my accumulation phase, and those, as you know, have a balance between equities mm-hmm. and fixed incomes, well, then maybe maybe there is a target fund that's also appropriate for the decumulation phase. And it will be a slightly different target, but it will be, a, a, again, a, and a situation where I'm not trying to pick individual funds, let alone individual stocks, and I'm allowing uh, an institution to help me figure out the best investments going forward. Catherine, I think we have to leave it there. I want to thank you very much for taking some time with us today. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye now. Catherine Bush is a partner at Blake. She's also, <clears throat> excuse me, the chair of the National Policy Committee for the Association of Can- uh, Canadian Pension Management. And Faisal, you know, we're going to talk about this at our upcoming seminar. This decumulation phase, I think, is something that that um, our industry has not done a very good job yet of, of educating people about the unique opportunities and some of the very unique risks and how the rules of the game have of finance and, and investing have just changed as you move into this phase of life. Absolutely. The biggest risks are going to be discussed and show you our solution to that problem on Tuesday, July 25th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats, so please give us a call at 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website at morethanmoneyradio.com. You know, one, one of the areas that, that Catherine didn't touch on when talking about some of the risks that we're going to address specifically, Faisal, is this notion of sequence of returns as well and, and why volatility can be so absolutely destructive um, to your uh, to the longevity of your portfolio, right? Your ability of your, your assets to actually deliver the income needed uh, to sustain that lifestyle that people work so hard for. And, and I think this is an area that people really, really need to understand and understand how to protect themselves against because the results can be devastating. That's right. So we got to take a look at that. And again, that's going to be on Tuesday, July 25th uh, for, uh, for our, our seminar on that solution. Big problems are out there, but we can, we've got some ideas on how to fix, fix that for us. Well, stay tuned after the break as we hear why investing is going to get a little bit more difficult as you age. You're on Newstalk 770 and more than money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.